Okay, thank you everybody who just joined us live. Uh, maybe you're listening to the recording afterwards. If you joined us live, I am five minutes late, and it's my own podcast since 2004, the number one, the original. While everybody was still debating, already we were at it. Uh, but I'm a super punctual man. I'm very alpha, and I'm always on time. Now, well, then why were you five minutes late, Vince Kelvin? Because I was in field talking to girls, females, and every time that I say to myself, okay, uh, don't talk anymore, walk faster, I violated backwards. But I've not always been like this. If you're listening to this and for you, you're experiencing the opposite. You know that you wish to talk to the girl and you tell yourself to talk to her and you don't talk. Well, I was like that. And through my dedication, my devotion, for me it's a life mission to this art, being social, being successfully social, taking those newfound abilities to communicate in ninja ways in all matters of your life because all matters matter. Then uh, I experience it in reverse. I tell myself, Vince, you got your podcast. Hurry the fuck up. And do not talk to girls. And I'm pretty thorough at keeping a promise to myself. But then I turn around and I open my mouth one more time. So uh, where's all that excitement from? It's called life. We're going to take questions in just a moment. This is a prime time to benefit from distinctions. You know, there's nothing like being in field nonstop. So here's a couple of gifts from the get-go to help you gentlemen who made the time to listen either after or now. I went to New York this weekend. I live in Hollywood, California. I'm uh, pleased that I went, and it was a last-minute deal. So I found... The best slide was a red eye. I left Los Angeles at 8.30 p.m. and I show up, I arrive at JFK on Friday morning at 5 a.m. It was an interesting dynamic at the airport. It was not that crowded and because it was still dark outside, you could tell that people were kind of checking their stuff a little more than normally. So finally, I'm in Manhattan at 6 a.m. I was going to praise Akash. Uh, who came to, uh, to meet me there. I'll do that in just a sec. And uh, I went nonstop, hardly slept, taught a three-day boot camp, and uh, caught a flight again, 2.30 p.m. yesterday. I was on my way to the airport. Another new brother of mine, Jose, was there, gave me a ride, awesome. I heard the kiss close after that during the Brazilian parade. And I made it all the way to Chicago, and in Chicago, after that, I waited to catch a flight to L.A. By the time I was in my car, it was past midnight, and I came here, and uh, a girl had a meal ready for me, and that went into very little sleep. And this morning, I got up, touched up my hair, and I just did the entire afternoon of private, uh, private boot camps, because I do private mini boot camps. Uh, in field, and I'm just fresh from the field. We had so many interactions, number closes, videos that we'll post, and so on. So, what's the first gift I was telling you? Talking about uh, on on Thursday, 
when it was 8.30 p.m. and I would foresee, you're going to not sleep at all. You're going to be in an airplane all night long. Uh, you're going two and a half days. You're going to come back. And so I felt a sense of pre-exhaustion. I had a touch of cold feet. It's normal. We all have that. It was a little crazy to do that much in that little time. But that is how you fuel your masculinity. And the problem is that you're in one of two positions in life right now, gentlemen. Okay? You're either dependent on others, school or work. Uh, as much as you wish they would give you less hours, it's still not crazy compared to 100 years ago. You know, you're not crossing mountains and the matter, number one matter is survival. You're doing your eight to 10 hours, sometimes a little extra time. Yes, it kind of sucks, but the rhythm is not prime rhythm. It's a steady rhythm. That's why many people get bored at work. Same thing in school. And maybe you're an entrepreneur. If you're an entrepreneur, you're your own boss. So you could very well follow a rhythm that's set by what you think you can do versus flipping that around and doing your best to position yourself to put in front of you a plan, a mission that's a little bit crazy. And to know ahead of time that part of you is going to debate and hesitate. And then you fucking follow through. And that's the gift to your masculinity. That's when as a man, you go, you, you're going to sleep even if you didn't sleep much. You're going to really sleep. You, you're not going to be anxious. You're going to feel thrilled, exhilaration. So I play with that personally. I put more on the plate than I think I can handle. I'm willing to go through a brief period of time during which I go, you, that's so crazy. I don't know if I can do it. I don't see that as being such a problem. I know that it's normal. I'm grateful that it's there because I wouldn't want to be the person who makes a decision without, without contrasting it. And then I press forward. And the more I'm engaged in the task, the better I feel until I can look back and it's another check mark. Yeah, it's fun to have a check mark of I bedded another girl. That's all shallow. Women don't like to hear that from us. But I think the real check mark is did you really challenge yourself as a man? That's gift number one. Gift number two, you've got to watch out. I'm in New York, Times Square. I'm teaching a boot camp. We're talking, you know. I've got to lead by example. I'm thrilled. I keep on meeting girls. I'll have a fun story in just a moment, an aspect of my pickup that no one has ever taken into consideration to help those who sometimes feel that they wish it had gone further. You ever feel that, guys? You ever like, oh, man, it was going so good, but then her friend pulled her away. Or, oh, man, she came to my place, and then she didn't stay. Oh, I was touching her. She was fine. I was touching her breast, but then she goes like, oh, no, no sex. And you hate yourself for it, and you think, what could I have said, and so on. I got a story for you. That's going that's to give you a whole new reference on that and on my career. But the second gift is this. Suddenly, a fly. A fly, most people treat it even though they should be grateful we can travel. It's easy to uh, go, oh, man, I got to wait, my flight, and it's so stressful to most. So suddenly I'm in Chicago. I'm no longer in Times Square with the diversity, the Brazilian Carnival, Labor Day. It's fairly late already. I look around. People are not talking to each other. Some look a little upset. Some look a little beat. Some look a little tired. Before I know it, I'm kind of buying into this. I'm doing a little bit less. So at first, it's subconscious. I'm unaware. From that place, it's feeling more and more awkward. I go, wait a minute. 
what happened to you just like talking, uh, pulling French girls this and that all over Times Square, and now you, you, you're looking around and you're not even talking and you're not feeling comfortable? Ah, breakthrough. It was so obvious. I was paying attention to what people were doing, and I started to unconsciously follow their rhythms because they were not talking. I didn't talk. I was kind of being led by them. And they were beautiful people. Suddenly, I catch myself. It's a big gift, gentlemen. I catch myself and I go, you know what? Let them do that. I'm not here to judge. They beat, they travel. They don't have the resources that I have. They're not studying to be successful. They have their own share of success, obviously. Otherwise, they wouldn't be in a plane. Yeah, bless them. But you know what? I'm not following them. If I want to talk, I want to talk. So I start to do my thing. And surprise, what happens next? A flight attendant, oh, my God, your hair, can I take a picture? Other people take a picture, and I'm back in it. What was the big lesson, the big difference? Don't match the crowd, even in cool places. This afternoon, we arrive at the W, not in Times Square in L.A. The crowd isn't doing much. It's easy to follow that. You've got to be a social rebel. If nobody's talking, you talk. I was in the elevator in New York. It would stop every single floor, so an elevator ride easily turns into almost 10 minutes. We packed in the elevator. People are more talkative they were on vacation, but it's minimal stuff. Suddenly, I noticed that people were dressed to go to the Brazilian carnival. I tell them, Brazilian carnival, and I go, watch this. Brazil, Brazil, na, 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 na. People are giggling. They like it, but it's not them. They're not so comfortable yet. Suddenly, I turn to another group. I go, what about you, Brazil? They go, no, we're from Spain. I go, watch this. Da, na, na, na. Oh, no, sorry, sorry. Uh, la, 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 la. A viva España. My God, Vince, have you been drinking? No, uh, I don't need to. I did a lot of drinking in my life, but I don't need to. So suddenly, I turn to the rest of the elevator. I go, name, name one country. I have a song coming for it. Everybody liked it. They were laughing. At the end, I said, well, this is the end of this elevator encounter. My point is this. Gift number one. You may think it's anxiety. You may think it's this. You may think it's your head. You may think it's being in your head. You may think voices are bothering you. You may think it's your upbringing. You may think it's you. You may think you're too much like this or not enough like that. Wrong. True answer. You're a man. You are pure power and potential. You're a human being, pure potentiality, and you're of the gender of male. That means that you have a masculine force within that needs to be challenged, that needs to compete, that needs to, to discover, uncover, create, produce, and top yourself. You're caught in a rhythm where either you're working for someone or school, so the schedule is imposed on you, it's long hours, but it's nothing compared to you following your dreams and you're preparing for Olympic competition. You're right there. It's the premiere of your new movie. You're releasing a new, a new software. You're willing to work all night to make sure it's, on, it's there ready on time. Now, if you don't challenge yourself, it creates all those sub-manifestations. You had it backwards. What you need is to challenge yourself a bit more. What's the protocol? You take on a big task. You take on more than you can handle. It concerns you at first. It's normal. Don't buy into it. Press forward. Now you feel good. From that place, 
Don't let the crowd decide for you. They will always do less. Their attitude is not one that is conducive to results in pickup or at a social level. So you're surrounded by people who are not getting the results because they're not taking the steps. If you wait for them to take the step, they won't. So then you're stuck and it brings you back to feeling a little weird on the inside. Now, defy that. Start to talk and be a leader that frees people if they're ready for it. Okay? So I'm ready to take some questions. Uh, those two gifts I just gave you right there. I am known as being very, very generous. Uh, you may not know me first time listening or you may know me a little bit and you think, okay, what is he telling us? What I'm telling you is that if I find a professional marketer that's top-notch, and I ask him to properly brand those two ideas, and we release that the long release, and we put ads every fucking where, and we charge you $10,000, and out of a thousand guys, there's always a couple for whom $10,000 is nothing. Or maybe they've hurt so bad that they're willing to do anything. They hear those ideas, and they know they're worth $10,000 because they paid $10,000. It will change their reality. I'm tossing them at you free on a Monday night, in the U.S., so don't take them lightly. I really want to uh, thank Akash. Akash was there. Yeah, he was late at the airport, and he found uh, that uh, I'm, I'm edgy as a guy. But where the fuck are you? But then he showed up, took me to his place, notes from my classes, from AZD classes, all over the world. I'm so fucking impressed. Of a good nature, fun, and uh, he was extremely helpful, uh, while we were in New York, and he did some training also. So thank you, Akash. Meanwhile, uh, I have a story to tell you. Remind me to help you to make sure that you never feel like, oh, man, it was going so well, but then her friend, and I'm ready to answer some questions, okay? So the line is open. We're here to be social. Voicing. You got a voice, and don't just voice, yes, I, hey, ah, uh, ah. Uh. That's not voicing. If you find yourself not very talkative, start by saying, oh, I got to remember to voice. Let us be talkative right now. Hey, this, this is Akash. Question. Akash. Uh, yes, the question regarding continuing to keep in within the flow itself. What is it that you do or say to yourself when you notice that you're not uh, acting? And this is for... Uh, I understand uh, or, the first or, remedy. I understand the first remedy. Okay? Now... Thank you for the question, Akash. You know, I have a very peculiar look. And uh, I've had instances in television where television offered me, you know, we could do a, a, a night, a, a talk show at night. We, we, we could turn this, okay, into something like this. Big, big networks. And they were starting to, maybe uh, you could dress this way and maybe we could take that angle. And I think that, your, your, your hair is, is an eye grabber, but maybe, uh, you know, for some it might be a little too much. So they were taming me down like they had done to Elvis or stuff like that. I said, hell, motherfucking, no, no. So I, I, I own my ground. This is what feels right for me. But I know that on the other hand, I probably lose a few along the way that if I looked a little bit more like, let's say, David D'Angelo, and I had a nice catchy little title and some marketers behind. Uh, the same things that I say a little bit as a renegade on the go, people would be, oh, my God. Okay? So all of that that I'm telling you right now, 
is don't underestimate what's happening currently at a social science level. We are pioneers in adventure. I say we because I have powerful colleagues. We're independent. We don't need each other, but we take big steps, so it, it elevates everything and everybody. We are presenting it right now. I am presenting it right now in a way where it's such a significant breakthrough because I've seen too many guys in the decades of helping struggle for no reason. We can't have this anymore. We can't have a new generation of guys who are going to be, my problem is I have anxiety. So we're tapping into something as significant as the discovery that the sun was not revolving around the earth. So it's one thing. You have a force within you, potential as a spiritual being, having a human experience, and as a male, masculine force. It needs to constantly be fueled, honored, and challenged. The moment that slows down, part of you, an inner intelligence, realizes, say, at that rate, that's not going to be the life of a lifetime. We're heading for some disappointment and struggle. It creates a subtle agitation. And the world taught us to look for an explanation, and we overly dissect when, in fact, it was three things. Why the fuck would you slow down? You're slowing down because you're not setting your eyes on your next target, target in life. Tony Robbins had said, never leave the side of a goal without taking a step towards it. He also further said for a more intimate crowd, never be on the verge of wrapping up a project, a trip, a moment, uh, a great workout without deciding when do I top it. You need to pre-schedule. You need to know. That's why me, as I was about to go to New York, I set up two private boot camps in L.A., I knew that without that, I would have dragged my feet. I would have felt like, oh, New York was great. I'm going to rest a little bit. I, nothing wrong with doing this, but one day is enough to create a new habit. Telling you, in the plane, they were showing a movie that I really wanted to see because it's an experience that I've shared for years with my father. He's a big Clint Eastwood fan. So he had seen it, and he told me I should see it, and I wanted to have the experience remotely with him. They're playing the mule. I watch it. I like John Wick 2. John Wick 3, I watch two movies. Today I feel like watching a fucking movie. Now, my, I'm, not the, I'm, I'm not a watcher. I got to be in movies. It was a great experience, but that's to tell you how quickly a habit will start. They were not serving food, and I ran out of my own food. I could buy a box with two cookies and three things that were not part of my diet. Today, I feel like I want another of those little boxes. So you can't afford not understanding this. You can think whatever you want, especially if you're new or listening on iTunes right now. You can think whatever the fuck you want. You can think, oh, of course, he wants us to take his program. But make no mistake, you can't make the mistake that every guy has made in this pickup community. One, you got to decide how important this thing is for you. And it's a decision that becomes easier if you really pay attention. What do you have around you as example? Men in relationships that look beat and are led by women, you want to be that? Oh, those men didn't start like that. Trust me, 
the majority of those men probably had her charm initially, hanged in there until there was the infatuation of the first couple weeks and months of, oh, all we want to do is be together. But they didn't have the chops and the skills to take it further. So through time, they look a little pale because they're not tapping into their masculinity anymore. They're not being challenged. The woman doesn't like that. She needs uh, a leading force, and now she starts to take the lead. Look around tomorrow. I pointed out to my new little nephew, uh, where whenever I travel, I like to pick family members. So if I, I see a guy, he's kind of edgy, and I kind of like him, and he's young, I go, you're my nephew from now on. You're the nephew of the godfather. And I pointed out, men are being led in couples. He saw it. So start to pay attention to that. You want to be that? Hell motherfucking no. You want to be another guy in the pickup community that tells you, well, I took that boot camp, I took this one, and so on, but my problem is, hell no. You want to be the guy that shrinks, that, that, that we find you because you haven't had sex in one, two, three, four, five, six years. You feel like you want to give up on life and you don't understand that it's because you're not fueling your masculinity. Or do you want to be the guy who's close but not quite and you're in nightclubs every single night and, and you, you're on the next call going, oh, man, blah, blah, blah. But my problem is that I do okay during the day but not at night, or at night not during the day, or I do okay with an eight but not a ten. All of this must be resolved the following manner. You got to realize that this will haunt you for the rest of this lifetime. It's not going to get any easier. The clock is ticking. If you're not the guy who catches this during your 20s, then you could be the guy who catches it during your 30s. If you don't during your 30s, you're the guy that may catch it during your 40s, your 50s. It's never too late. But the clients that show up and that are beyond 60, that's a little motherfucking late. You are ready also in their 50s. So you hustle right now. You decide. You understand two protocols. One, you need to challenge yourself. So you decide. You're on board. We create membership groups where we check in every single night. If you don't go to the gym every day, you're teasing yourself. You will never be at the pool unless you're there every day. And people go, fuck, this guy looks good. You will never be at a pool and people look at your body if that's your goal and by not going to the gym every day. And you know that. Even if you go every day, you may not get there. So, Akash, you already know the drill. You can't have that sense of the masses of, oh, I took a step, I'm done now. You got to plan your next step and each time top it, accelerate your growth. You got to be forced into it because you men are too comfortable right now. And if tonight you don't take charge and tomorrow, unless you're already in a really shit place, let's say uh, you didn't realize he was the first and you got evicted, you're on the street right now. I doubt you'd be listening to this. I hope you would. And uh, you didn't manage your drinking and you really have a problem with it. And you got into trouble because you're with the wrong people. Now, one little goof could be deadly. Maybe you could get arrested. You You could get so fucking depressed you plunge. But you're not there. You're going to go to work tomorrow. You're doing okay. You're talking a little bit. You study a little bit. You know a little bit of game. And because of that, you don't have that sense of emergency. And if you don't do much, tomorrow's still going to be tomorrow. You're not going to explode tomorrow. Uh, through time, if you neglect, you know, you're a little too much tomorrow. The next day, you're not going to be super overweight in one shot. But through the weeks and months to come, it's going to become more and more of a problem. So that's the problem. You're too comfortable. 
and men have become so bad. I see the amount of men that say, oh, Vince Calvin, I have a question. I really have a problem. Can you help me? You really fucking think that you can resolve a matter of your life with one answer and a brief phone call like that? No, you're not making sense. Oh, Vince Calvin, I always wanted to play the guitar like a pro. I dream to be on stage. Teach me the guitar through this phone call. No. I can give you a distinction. I can give you pointers. Anything, skateboard, anything, martial arts, anything, your profession, no. Even a simple job requires a couple of weeks and months of training. So then those same guys who had a big problem and a big desire, we tell them, hey, that's very simple. We meet every single night. It's $127 a month. Oh, let me think about it. Sure. Go think about it. Or don't ask me. I didn't ask you to ask me. You ask me, I give you the answer. So you got to think bigger and force yourself. Force. Be the guy who buys the gym membership and they charge you and then have your buddies bang on the fucking door every day, go, gym, brother, come on. Now you're going to see results at the gym. But be the guy who goes, oh, maybe next month I'll join the gym and don't have a support group around you, you have the same story in 2020. What's your next question, gentlemen? Quite a few of you are muted. If you need to unmute, you press star six. Heads up, we got 10, 15 more minutes max. I can go into something. I always have something going on. So much came through. Vince, you had mentioned, yeah, you had mentioned a story earlier. Uh, I don't have any other questions, but you had mentioned a story earlier about, uh, I, I don't even remember what it was about earlier, but um, prior yeah, to... Yeah, uh, the story is very simple. The story is very simple. Here I am, New York City, okay? And uh, suddenly, well, uh, you see little videos. You know, we, we grab what we can grab when we can. And I always assess first. If right now I start to film this, are those girls going to do more or will they do equal or less? If I can tell it's less, then we pass. But suddenly here I am, two girls all over me. You witness it. We have a three-minute video from it. But you were there. It was about at least, it was close to an hour outside of the hotel. They're insisting that we go to a nightclub. I want to go to that nightclub. But I got to pay attention to the guys. They hired me. So I do demos in the distance so they can see it. Nothing, nothing more than seeing it done in front of you. Uh, you, you know that if, you, if you've been there. The guys always, I, I help them to pay attention in, in better ways. Because okay? sometimes they, they don't understand how to really extract pure gold from a demo in front of them. Then, of course, how do you pull that? You say, oh, I don't know, yeah, yeah. okay, I'll go, but you know what, I, I'm carrying too many, too many things. They're staying at the hotel. I'm carrying too many things, I quickly go to my room. You just disqualify, you don't say, come on, come with me to my room. And then you, you, you take three steps and you go, I don't mean to be rude, you guys be my bodyguard, you make them laugh, you fucking grab them. The guy that was with me this afternoon, the guy, they saw me get girls to tag along several times, okay? Uh, and this weekend also, you've seen that. So, easy, we go towards the room, I keep the door open, and then I delay, I make them laugh, so potential pull right there, number one. 
Second thing, we do indeed go to the nightclub. Now I'm arriving at the nightclub with girls. Uh, that furthers with those two girls. I never care with the, with the, the girls themselves. Or potential number three, because I've arrived with those girls, now it's easier to drag other girls. Only challenge. To drag two very pretty girls like that along while I pay attention to all of the students, that's not cool to the students. So I do as much as I can. I number close, uh, kiss close, and then I send them on their way. So those weekends, I usually uh, postpone things. You know, uh, same thing with uh, suddenly we're there, there's a girl at the W, she's got a room upstairs, she keeps on giving hints, what do I do? Uh, the guys turn around where he's been, so he's in a room upstairs, well, good for him, what about us, okay? So I wanted to share this very peculiar little aspect of my career where I still do a lot, I meet them after, I do my best, but uh, uh, you got to be really a, a good sport and it always brings more, so sometimes... Uh, when you're in a situation and uh, you think, oh man, I, I could have, while I'm in the midst of teaching, I cannot do a disappearing act on the guys. I'm strong with brother brotherhood, bros before whores. I do sometimes pull girls, guys follow along. It always gets bizarre, you know, can you imagine? Uh, but I'm, I'm open to that and I've manifested it if I can feel it. But my point is, uh, it's no big deal. So, that's to encourage the guys that are in those positions where they go, oh, man, so if you knew in my fucking shoes, how often I'm in a situation that's like it's fucking happening and back to back to back to back to back, and I take it far, right there I got to be, okay, now let me be there for the guys for a second. In the meantime, uh, we got a couple more minutes. There's so much to, co to cover. You hey, are to Sultan, feed I have a those... question. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they... Is it possible that we don't hear that sound in the background? I think it's coming from you like, eh. Can you do something about that? Thank you. Yes, is it better now? Good. Much better. All right. What's your question? Perfect. So I know uh, we're kings of chaos, so I threw a bunch of shit on my schedule, and some of it did not get done. So what would you suggest to do if that happens? calibrate well you gotta uh, okay so for those who are new listeners okay part of the core challenge with that being the adventurer the seducer is that we have lost touch as men in general or a lot less than it used to be with a sense of I don't know what's gonna happen but I'm okay I'm a man and I can still manage and I go okay uh, those who embarked on a boat heading towards a destination that had not yet been confirmed, they, they had that strongly, can you imagine? But right now, men struggle because they want to know what's going to happen. So then they, they want to know exactly what to say, and it's all good through time. You want distinction. You want to be a better navigator, so to speak. But you got to strengthen that muscle of, I got no clue what's going to happen. I'm not even sure it's going to happen, but that's not going to stop me from making something happen. And the stronger that muscle becomes, the more you are the adventurer, you are the seducer. And that's a turn on to women, okay? So for that, we suggest become a king of chaos. Too many men, they're comfort junkies. 
They only want to do something if they're sure that it's going to be okay, they're comfortable. If the girl doesn't give them all the IOIs, they will never at least take a fun step towards uh, kissing escalation or something. They only want everything in place. So the gentleman you just heard who said, hey, I want to be a king of chaos, uh, put more on the plate, that's what he's referring to. As you put more on the plate, we're not kings of chaos where we create chaos from chaos. We create order from chaos. So now you want to bring some order back. So you challenge yourself by taking on something that appears completely chaotic, the premise of all superhero movies, the premise of all hero movies. The hero arrives, and it's a shit situation. It's a shit show. Also, all top dogs, you know, whatever field you're in, suddenly the top troubleshooting IT will be invited to step into a shit situation where everybody's puzzled and struggled and he's going to bring order out of it. Don't ever undermine yourself because of a, a position or a profession. You already are a king of chaos in your area of specialty. So we bring order. So when you plan more, then you know you can do. So you stretch. You do it to accelerate, to find ways, to, to be comfortable as a man with, oh, I'm not sure what to do, and you manage it. Now the leftover encourages you to do one or two things. One, to constantly come back to, okay, obviously I won't be able to do it all, so if I do just one thing, what should it be? Which makes you also sharper to identify what's most important so you don't waste time with things that are not so important. Same thing in pickup. You create a little chaos, you're at nightclub, it's all over the place, you're talking here, you're talking there, you're doing street game, they say yes, they say no, they stop, they don't stop, they stop, they got to go, you see them again, you see them again, you're talking to other girls, it's chaos. Now you start to go back to, okay, amongst all those situations, which is the one that could be the biggest payoff? Let me bring it back to this. Or suddenly you're chatting and it's taking long and you go back, okay, is this my best investment right now? And then you're also, okay, if you didn't do it all because you always have tomorrow. So it's also the spiritual aspect of detachment. So first one is we're not creating chaos to stay in chaos. We're creating chaos to uh, bring order in it. How do you bring order? By constantly using time efficiency, time efficiency is top technique of them all. If I did only one thing, what's the most important? You bring it back to that. If eventually, and from there, if eventually there are still some things that are not getting done, you got to turn spiritual, step two, and practice not being owned by something. Find another way, make another way, do without that way. So it's rhythm. And life trains us this way. I think that's part of the gift of the process of aging. Because we reach peaks and then uh, things are changing around us. Relations are changing. The world is changing. Industries are changing. People are changing. And that's destabilizing. And our bodies are changing. So now we're, we, we work the polarity of do everything you can to get it. But don't let that own you. At the same time, whether you got it or not, you are free. And if you stay then too long into, oh, I'm free, then that will erode. So you even have to be free from being free. Next comes the next wave of chaos. Now, 
if you don't plan much or put much on your plate, then other people and life will decide when the next wave of chaos comes or not. So you'll probably go through, I'm doing good. Yeah, it's good. Holding on to that because it's starting to shrink a little bit. Getting into boredom or complacency and then going back to panic because suddenly, oh, no, I didn't see that coming. I was doing so good, but that's the way of the dependent men, the way of the independent men. First, peace with that process. It's normal. I am done fighting. If I fight a fight, I want to fight the right fight. So I'm not going to fight nature, that rhythm of accumulation with suddenly distraction, chaos and order and order and chaos, life and death, the rising and the falling, the having and the not having, the being on top, the feeling like we're down. I'm not fighting it. This is to strengthen me. This is the equivalent of the plus and the minus on the battery. Without it, the card doesn't go anywhere. So I embrace it. I am king. And I follow a higher king, the universe. Now, I'm not fighting it. I'm going to play with it. I don't want it to play me. I'm a player. The word player, people don't really understand. A player, see, hockey players are players. And the best hockey players or basketball or baseball players or soccer players, they don't let the condition decide for them. They don't sit on the field or they don't stay at home debating whether or not they should go practice or they don't let the disadvantage discourage them. They don't create a story. They make history. So be a true player. Start to really play this motherfucking game. And the way you play it is by choosing that you're not going to be played and that you're not going to play it easy. You are going to play smart. To play smart, you need to place in front of you something that will take you into chaos so you can master it and bring order back. Now you feel like you're on top. And it's not that things come to us. Nobody suffers from anxiety. Everybody reaches place of places of anxiety because they're mismanaging themselves or their lives. So to manage yourself and your life, plan something that will force you in front. We're all the fucking same. You know, suddenly in three weeks, I'm going to London, then I'm going to see my family. I want to feel fit. Now I got a purpose to go to the gym. But prior to that, I felt a little sluggish in February making it to the gym. Was I really sluggish? Was I to sit and go, my problem is I'm not going to the gym anymore. No, it was that I wasn't planting something in front of me that would want to force me to be fit. And if you do that too long, you don't plant something in front of you, then you're no longer going to be driven by opportunity. You're going to have to, uh, you're going to become the bitch of distress. So now you're going to be, oh, shit, I've gained too much weight. I got to, oh, shit, I don't have any money. Oh, shit. Okay? So that's your answer, gentlemen. We're going at it so motherfucking strong right now. I have a mission. I have a goal. I have a vision. You take it however you want because everything that you understand from others is a reflection of your position. Okay? That is why if I hear the... Uh, some of my colleagues' speech, I, I nearly have to sit down because I'm in such awe of the brilliance of what they are sharing because I am that too. So 
so I can recognize it. That's why haters hate because they are not much. They don't have anything going on. So what, the only thing that they see is a reflection of them, which is not much. But I really wish for no man to ever go through another decade of the same old story. I'm a leader in a community where we need to expedite your progress because we can't have a newbie, a well-intended, genuine elder gentleman or youngster go and say, I want to learn that pickup stuff and at best hear a whole bunch of fucking followers say, well, you know, sometimes the game is hard. What the fuck? So we cannot perpetuate those lies. We cannot have them enter with being exposed to well, you know, one great thing you can do to let go of your anxiety, we got to talk the truth. And the truth is that there is no other reason why a man would be anxious other than him not honoring that masculine force by diving in, by stepping in. You want it or you don't want it. You don't want it, fine. Fine. You don't want it, go spend the next 10, 20 years of your life following a girl that you fell for initially and see where that takes you. Go Go watch porn. That's fine. Go watch porn. And, and then the next day somebody shakes your hand and you thought, oh, I hope I wash my hand because I came in my hand and on my belly five fucking times watching something more and more kinky each time. Or decide today, if you don't like me, then don't fucking listen to me. If you do appreciate a few things you heard tonight, then be smart. Know that there is more. And jump on board. Don't be a tease to you. Don't be like, well, I like what he was saying, but I'm not sure, you know, because for me, I think it's more. No, you're not so fucking special that the entire female race will be changed to accommodate your needs because you want it to happen a certain way. It will only happen when you open to the ways, the ways we have paved and pioneers, and now we need to make you make headways in your own ways on those ways. Two quick announcements. Right now, at the time of the recording, it's going to be too late after that, uh, AZB, my spiritual brother, and I have created a wealth of resource after he inspired me and reminded me of something I had learned from the great Tony Robbins and so on, the principle of create, 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 also known as paddle, paddle, paddle. Most people, they're going to say, okay, create, 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 that's a lot. How about rest? Uh-uh. Create, create, create. In field, it's next, next, next. To be an entrepreneur is dig. Go for it. Go. Action, action. Then we went crazy touching on so many topics. Pull like a pro. Sex spells for uh, love spells. Uh, sex spells, sorry. This and that. We created all those programs every month. Amazing legacy. Uh, mindset of mastery. It's all at the realkingsofpickup.com and there's a Labor Day offer of 50% off or 20% off for non-members, 50 for members. That's about to expire. So that's your chance to catch up with those programs. If you're listening later on or even now, your best bet, there's a link here with the podcast. If you're listening live, contact me. Join the membership, the brotherhood. We're at it every single day, every single night. It's called uh, the Total Immersion. It has some of my programs to it. That, that's how you dive in, okay? 
So I thank everybody for your participation, even though only two were daring enough to voice that beautiful voice of yours and tell yourself that you're no longer in school, you are uh, cool enough uh, to be social, and you don't have to be polite and wait for permission to express yourself. So what if what you said wasn't the greatest thing ever today? So what if others are not talking, you talk? Give yourself that gift. Thank you. Thank you, Vince. Thank you, gentlemen. Thank you, my little brothers, as I like to call you. I love you guys.